Hey, healthy friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with coaches Ashley and Monica. Monica, I want to start off by asking um, how this last week is going with the new Healthy Streets Challenge. Oh my goodness. It has been going so well. Um, I've been hearing some awesome messages from not just the members, but from our healthy team as well, that there's so much engagement within Mm -hmm. the app. Um, The DMs I've been receiving from members, uh, if you guys don't know, I've been taking over the healthy Instagram every morning for the past seven days, and I will be going for another seven days. And we've just been getting lots of messages from members saying, I haven't tracked in months, and this challenge has inspired me. And being able to see you on stories every morning makes me be consistent because I know that you're going to ask, who's still in it with me? Who's still in the challenge? And it has just been so much fun just to see everyone get so excited about a challenge. And I have really been driving home the fact that there's only going to be one winner of the actual prize, the $100 gift card. But there's going to be so many people that win in their wellness and weight loss journeys because they were consistent for 14 days. And so mm-hmm. um, it's just been so great just seeing people be consistent and get in and track. And if people know me, I'm not the best tracker in the app at all. And I have been tracking consistently for the past seven days. Now, I'm not tracking every single meal, but I've been tracking at least my morning profit to see, you know, how many calories that comes in at. I've been tracking my weight and um, tracking my water. And it has helped me remain, you know, so consistent. And this will come out a little bit later. So hopefully everyone who needed to be entered in the second chance heard it on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. But there was even an opportunity to enter a second chance a streak challenge for anyone who started tracking in the first week and you fell off. It reminds you that there's always a second chance in your weight loss journey. So we opened up a second chance challenge that starts today. We record on Monday and it ends on um, Sunday. And anyone who enters that challenge because they needed a second chance, they can get a $50 gift card towards the healthy shop. So it's just been such a symbolic um, reminder in our journeys that If you don't get it the first time, there's always a second time, a third time, a fourth time. Uh, Life is what you make it. And you can always pick yourself back up and continue tracking and continue moving forward. And eventually you'll hit your goals. And I'm so glad you said that because I'm I'm very glad that Healthy is releasing a second chance. But kind of like you said, there's only one winner or now two winners, a first place winner and then a second chance winner. But you all are winning by doing this because you are doing something for you that is setting you up better for more success. It's so super motivating. And I just love that so much. I wish that we had something going on like this back in, mm-hmm. back in, in my weight loss part of the um, part of my journey. And um, it's so cool and so motivating. And I do also love seeing all the engagement. It's bringing a lot more um, people out for it. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> yes. It's so much fun. Hopefully there'll be another one in the future because yeah. um, I don't think any of us really knew what to expect. But the amount of people that have just really clung to this challenge and most importantly, the amount of people that have said, I know there's only going to be one winner of the gift card or two now with the second chance winner, but I just want to be consistent. I want to prove to myself that I can do something for 14 days, for seven days. And that in and of itself makes me say like, all right, let's gear up and do another challenge. (laughs) That is the best gift of all, I think, honestly. I'm not trying to be cheesy, but truly like just being able to show up and be there for yourself. I think that's already the winner right Mm -hmm. there. Absolutely. 
Right. So moving on to our topic for the day, we are very, very close to Halloween. And I don't, most people probably do celebrate Halloween or trick or treat. Some may not. Regardless, you can use this if you are not somebody who celebrates Halloween or has kids who go trick or treating or you don't go to Halloween parties. You can use this as a symbolic message for any kind of get together or gathering. But with the season upon us, I myself love Halloween. It's my most absolute favorite time of year as I'm looking out my window right now and I see all the orange and yellow and red leaves. <laughs> it's it's gorgeous. And I love me some sweater season. So I thought it would be good to talk about that today. So with Halloween, we or I at least immediately start thinking of treats and candy. And that in and of itself is a huge challenge when we are on this health and wellness journey. But I feel like with some right strategies and some planning, you can absolutely enjoy this time whether it's for yourself or for your children or for your family. And you can still do that without derailing all of your progress. And I feel to kick it off, the number one thing that you could really do is plan ahead of time. So before Halloween arrives, before that party arrives, before trick or treat, set some clear goals and boundaries for yourself. And I don't mean um, to say, I'm not having any candy. I'm not having any treats. If that's something that you need to do and want to do, then by all means. But I am not saying that is what you have to do. Just set very clear boundaries for yourself. For instance, if you are going to a Halloween party, maybe it's an adult Halloween party at night, and you know there are going to be lots of treats and drinks, set a boundary for what you know you want to have. I'm going to have this drink or maybe two of these drinks. And I know that there's going to be these like amazing pumpkin cupcakes there. (laughs) And I am going to allow myself to have one. Whatever it may be, any example that you can think of, just set those clear and specific boundaries and goals and stick to them. Yeah. And I think also when it comes to planning ahead and setting your goals, it's thinking, pacing yourself a little bit of how many Halloween events do I need to go to? Or how how many fall, yeah. um, you know, even if we're talking about people who don't go to Halloween events, how many fall or autumn type events am I going to be going to? Um, is it a tradition for your family to go to the pumpkin patch every weekend and you know that there's going to be the apple cider donuts and at some of our pumpkin patches here, we have food trucks set up and things like that. Right. And do you know that there are going to be those treats there? And so you say, okay, this weekend, when we go to the pumpkin patch, I will have an apple cider donut. Next week, when I go to the pumpkin patch, I'm just going to enjoy. Just enjoy the experience. I'm not, I don't need the donuts. I don't need the cider. Um, I don't need any of the cupcakes or warm apple pie. I'm just going to enjoy my time there because we're going every weekend. Same thing, like you were just saying about going to a Halloween party or event. How many of those do you have coming up? You don't have to eat a treat at every single one. Now you can if you want to, but I think we also need to remember that most of these treats are things that you could get on a daily basis. They're just dressed up with cute packaging and cute decorations. (laughs) And so... If you think that you're eating it because you want you don't want to miss out, that's not the case. You can always eat it on a different day. And so I really think that setting clear goals and boundaries and knowing that this is a marathon, not a sprint, because after Halloween or or you know the beginning trunk or treat, de los muertos, whatever you're celebrating, then we're going to be going into Thanksgiving and we're going to be going into Christmas and we're going to be having Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and New Year's. So this is a marathon. 
not a sprint. And a lot of people from now into the new new year is when they gain a lot of that weight back because you have a lot of these holiday events and you're not planning accordingly. What matters to you? What's most important to you when it comes to your goals? And how do you still engage? And um, I know we talked about this a, a while back in a healthy member meeting, I can't remember if it was maybe a podcast episode that you did a while back or not, but social gatherings in general, the rules still apply to, mm-hmm. to going to a Halloween event is that what matters to you in terms of your goals? Do you want to just go and engage and have a good time and show up? Or do you want to eat some of the food? Can you possibly bring a treat that's a little bit more low-cal, low-sugary, point-friendly, and it's your famous brownies that are not going to break the bank when it comes to your your bite. So how can you set yourself up for success just as if it was any other social gathering? Right. And and you brought up two good points, Ashley. Number one is that, yes, this is Halloween and then we go into Thanksgiving and then we go into Christmas and New Year. And when you think about it in terms of that, regardless of how many, like myself, I usually have around three Thanksgivings and three Christmases that we attend because of all of our blended families and whatnot. Um, but regardless of that, if you choose just one of those events per season or per holiday, and you think of it as, okay, this one meal, this one thing that I'm doing per month, so once a month, is that really going to derail everything I've done? Probably not. It's probably not going to, as long as you keep yourself in control. So in that, I say it is okay to indulge a little because we need to enjoy this time. We need to enjoy this time with our family and our friends. And when you think of think of it as like in terms of the entire year, are these few things going to undo everything I did? No. But if you've got like me, three Thanksgivings to go to, <laughs> this is when you need to get a little bit crappy. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, my second point comes in that you kind of brought up there was bringing your own dishes. So for Halloween, you know that you're going to a Halloween party, whether it's for adults or children or whatever. I'm sure nobody is going to turn down you bringing another dish. <laughs> the more food, the merrier. And so with that, make something that you know that you are absolutely going to be able to enjoy more of because I'm sure a lot of the stuff that's going to be there is going to be higher calorie, higher fat, higher sugar. So make something lightened up that you know you can fill your plate more of and enjoy that. And same goes with Thanksgiving, with Christmas, with everything. I always, no matter what, I always bring my own dish. Um, well, for Thanksgiving, I, me and my mother and I usually make the entire thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm a little bit more in control of that. But if you are not in control, if you are not hosting, always, by all means, bring your own dish because that is going to help you stay on track probably better than almost anything. Yes. And also, um, when it comes to planning, if you know that you're someone that if you have all the treats in your house for an extended period of time that you're going to be reaching into that candy bowl, reaching into the Rice Krispie Treat Mm -hmm. Bowl, then think about that in terms of buying Halloween candy. I know that a lot of people like to buy candy in advance um, before it's all gone, right when you get there to Halloween, or maybe you're doing an event at your church, you're doing like a trunk or treat or something, and you need to get candy in bulk. Don't set it out in a bowl or somewhere that's visible to you until right before the event, right before Halloween, right before you need to pack up your goodie bags to take it to the trunk or treat or to take it to your office party. Don't put it somewhere that's visible that's going to catch your eye and every time you walk by it, you're going to want to eat it. Because I know some people, as we get to the holidays, you set out your candy dish and Mm -hmm. you have it in your cute bowl and you have it decorated. But if you're someone that is not at that point in your journey where you can walk by the candy and be okay, 
just don't do it to yourself. Don't set it out early. Wait until the last minute. You can buy it, store it in a closet, and then put it out at the end. That's what we like to call drive-by eating. If you're a drive-by eater. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't Because I, I absolutely am. I'm guilty of that, especially during Christmas when we're making all kinds of things. It just kind of sits out on the counter. You know, you walk into the kitchen to grab something else, like paper towel or something. And you're like, oh, well, I see that sitting there. So I'm just going to grab that. That's totally mm-hmm. drive-by eating. <laughs> I am 100% guilty of that. So yes, if you know that that you are that type of person, then just don't put yourself in that situation. Put it in your storage room. Put it in like a hall closet that's not even near the kitchen because Mm -hmm. you're not associating those two together. So maybe you're not going to think about it. Um, But that is a wonderful, wonderful idea. (laughs) Out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely, absolutely. So next on the list of ideas that you could do is when you are at a gathering, at a party, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, and the food is being served there, think about your portions. Um, Depending on the plates and whatnot that are available, sometimes they're really, really big plates. But sometimes, I know, at least I do, I also buy like dessert plates, the smaller plates. That's what I like to put my general food on. That way, I feel like I'm really filling up my plate and getting all this nice food, but really it's like a much smaller plate. And I'm still getting a lot of the things that I want just in much smaller portions. And I feel so much more satisfied and less likely to either keep going back or to keep filling my plate. Yes. And when it comes to like Halloween events specifically, I think that it's really important to figure out what on this table do I want to eat? What jives with my goals? I mean, now you're not going to probably see a lot of salads. Maybe you will, but or a lot of fruits or veggies. I mean, hey, there's probably a vegetable plate or a fruit plate shaped like a skeleton or a pumpkin. Oh, yes. A lot of times with these holiday Halloween type events, people want it to be cool and creepy and spooky. And so, You have meatballs that are like drenched in sauce and you have uh, the cheese ball that then has something drizzled over the top. And you just have these items that normally they would be a little bit higher bite, a little bit higher calorie, but they're elevated to the next level because now they're being drizzled with something or topped with something to make it look spooky. And that doesn't mean that you can't have it. I think it's so much fun to get into these types of treats and events and things. But doing a survey of the land, figuring out what do I want to eat? If it's a party and you're going to be there for a while, if you get hungry again, truly hungry, then you can go back to the table and eat with intention. So I love the idea of eating on a dessert plate. I do that too. I usually use whatever the smallest plate is there. I do my survey. I try to see if there are any fruits or veggies that I can add um, to add some volume to my plate and then just fill up with a little of the fun things as well on the side. Absolutely. It's, it's a wonderful idea. And you truly do feel satisfied and like satiated after doing that because you feel like you've gotten everything that you wanted, but just in better portions. And speaking of not under or not knowing if maybe there's, um you know, a fruit or a veggie platter, that's one of my favorite things to do. I actually, we had a little Halloween get together this past weekend with my friends and their children. It was just a cute little thing. And um, having like a fruit shape or a veggie shaped platter, like a skeleton or mm-hmm. um, or pumpkin or bat, whatever it may be, something that is still cute and spooky and fun and whatnot. It's still festive, but it's allowing you to stick to your goals. And it doesn't have to just be that. It could totally be like charcuterie boards are still huge. They are expanding. I am amazed at all of the stuff that people are doing. It's okay to... <laughs> Fill it with fruits and vegetables and then those cheeses and meats and, you know, dried fruits and nuts. And it's so filling and fun. And 
I just love the idea of it. Yes. And I will always be the person to bring a charcuterie board to party. <laughs> I love charcuterie boards. Um, fun fact that people don't know about me, I actually own a charcuterie board and grazing table company. And I've seen so many people do like Halloween boards recently. I haven't done any, but yeah, it's, I mean, then you get, you get your basics. You get some cheese, you get some meat, you get some fruit, you get some veggies, some crackers, whatever you want, and you're good to go. So for me, if I'm at a party and I'm working to stick towards my goals. If there's a charcuterie, that's where I'm going because I know that I can get something that's just quick, easy, fill me up with protein, fruits, and veggies, um, some nice carbs, and keep me moving. So that's fantastic. Uh, For me, when it comes to choosing mindfully during this Halloween-type season, I... I've been very fortunate that I've lived in an apartment the past four years. And so we didn't really do Halloween candy. I didn't have a ton of trick-or-treaters. Most people go to a house. But this year I'm back into a house. So I'm a little bit worried about having candy around me. But I think it's also that all or nothing mindset of knowing I can have candy whenever I want. So I'm not really planning on digging in the bowl. What's the hardest for me of choosing mindfully during this season is my birthday. And a lot of my family members' birthdays um, are within five days of each other. So we have a lot of birthday party events with cakes and cookies and things like that. So I'm not necessarily tempted by candy. I'm having to choose mindfully of this marathon of everyone's birthday at the end of this month. (laughs) No doubt. And that is a tough, that's, that could be a whole another episode as well. Um, that is a tough one when there are just so many things going on at once. And that's where you very much have to be mindful and selective of, you know, just of your choices in general, because that is, that is very tough. And I think you mentioned not so much the candy because you can have that anytime that you want. And I think that's something important to remember is, and I think you also mentioned earlier, actually, some of these treats and brownies and cupcakes and stuff, they're cute because they're dressed up for Halloween. But keep in mind, this is something that you can absolutely have any time of the year. And that can also be your opportunity to lighten it up make it um, make a more nutritious or healthier version for yourself so that you don't feel as tempted during these holidays. Um, with the exception of pumpkin pie, I just have to note that we don't allow ourselves to have pumpkin pie any other time but November <laughs> because that's just our special time. Um, so I very much look forward to that. But there are certainly ways to dress that up and make that those healthier versions of those things for yourself. That's so fun to just create a special memory around pumpkin pie. And it's not even that... When you said that, I'm not getting, oh, oh my goodness, they're limiting themselves to having pumpkin pie. I'm more getting, it's a family tradition in a, in a season that you have this memory that November is here. We can yep. have pumpkin pie. We can enjoy <laughs> it in that season. And then we lock it away until next year. We can unlock that memory. So Absolutely. even creating memories with your food is something that could be really fun and exciting. Maybe you're not someone who likes treats, but during this holiday season, your grandmother or your mother or your aunt has a famous recipe for their brownies or thumbprint cookies. And you only allow, not allow, not the best word, but right. you, only, you only enjoy those during the season because it creates this memory there. That's and exactly it. That's exactly it. It's not about um, not allowing myself to have it um, or constricting or anything like that. It's it's just about that special time, those special memories. And if you have something all throughout the year, eventually you kind of get tired of it and want something else. But when it comes to, uh, again, for example, pumpkin pie in November, if I don't have it all throughout the year until November, it's just special. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it hits different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
And that's why we shouldn't do the drive-by eating because by the by the time <laughs> Halloween comes, you should be tired of the candy. You've been driving by it in your kitchen all year. <laughs> exactly. Now, thinking of these Halloween get-togethers and parties and stuff, um, we're talking about what to do during and how to help yourself. But what about before? Many, many, many times before, and in my years of weight loss and whatnot, before a get-together or something, I was absolutely guilty of saying, I'm not going to eat until I get there because I want to save all my calories, all my bites, whatever it is, um, until the party. And then what happens? I starve until like 2, 3 p.m. whenever we're going. And then I eat and eat and eat and eat and eat because I am so hungry because I didn't plan ahead. So I think it is so important to not restrict yourself, at least not restrict it to the point where you are just absolutely starved until you get there. You need to plan ahead and make sure you're having a balanced meal beforehand. Is it okay to eat lighter than you normally would that day until the get together? Absolutely. That is what I do. I lighten up my meals. I say, okay, I'm going to have a much smaller breakfast or a much smaller lunch because I know where I'm going and I am going to have extra calories there, but I am not starving myself before I get there because that is just almost certainly going to lead to overindulging, overeating, or even binging. Yes. And one of the biggest frustrations that I have um, and that I see in the weight loss and wellness community is that we go from eating these three square meals a day and two snacks. And then on the day of holidays, we become OMAD eaters. We're one meal a day. (laughs) It's just like, you don't have to do that. And oftentimes when you're saying, oh, I'm saving my calories for this one meal, you still overindulge and go way over your calories in that one meal because of exactly what you just said. You've starved yourself all day. You get there and it does not matter if someone says, hello, how are you? You are running to that table. Is it time (laughs) to start eating? Because you're hangry. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important that we start to get in this mindset that if we're going to holiday gatherings that are later in the day, you don't need to starve yourself. What you can do is spread your calories, spread your body, throughout the day and, you know, maybe have a nice balanced breakfast and have a light lunch at the snack. And then you'll still have plenty of calories, plenty of bites, tap into your weeklies, tap into your activity points for that meal that you're going to. But how often do you do that? You save all your bites and calories for that event and you go and you gorge out and then you leave and you go home and you open your refrigerator and you eat again. So that mindset of only saving all of your calories and bites for that event was went out the window because you get home and you're hungry again. So we have to plan a little bit better. We have to say, okay, this event starts at three o'clock. I'm going to eat a balanced breakfast. I'm going to get my proteins, my healthy fats, some carbs, something to give me some energy. I'm going to eat a nice lunch. Maybe I'm going to get a salad because again, we don't know if there's going to be a fruit or a veggie tray. I'm going to get a salad with some some lean protein on there, maybe some fruit. I'm going to get my water in and then I'm going to go into this event and I will be able to make clear and intentional choices because I'm not going into it with the foggy mind of I haven't eaten all day. Give me the meatballs. Give me mm-hmm. give me the scary uh, wrapped fingers and dip it in all the sauce because I haven't eaten all day. Absolutely. And that also kind of brings to my mind, you know, instead of you could do that, like what we just said, you can eat lighter. You can eat that balanced breakfast and maybe a light snack lunch and then, you know, have a normal meal there. But at the same time, you could also just eat regularly throughout the entire day. You know, have your regular breakfast, have your regular lunch to where you are already feeling more satiated, more, um, I don't know, full, if that's the right word or not, but you're already feeling good going into it so that maybe you're less likely to eat as much as you think that you would at the party as well. 
Um, it all, it just, it's all going to completely depend on your body and how you know that your body works, your hunger cues, you know, when you get hungry, stuff like that. Yes. And, and I really, in, in my journey, and I think something that's helped me be successful is that I am now someone that I eat before I go to the gathering. Mm-hmm. And I really use that time to socialize. That's, that's the biggest part for me is using that time to socialize. And the fact that if I'm going to an event, it's probably because I haven't seen someone for a long time, especially a Halloween right. party. Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. something like that. You know, my friends and family are very busy. And so I want to use that time catching up and getting to know everyone. So I eat before. Um, Of course, when I get there, I still do my walk around of the food table and and I graze a little bit, but with intention and I spend more of that time building relationships. And also, I'm just that weird person that I don't like to eat what everybody cooks. I think that comes from being a chef (laughs) myself. Like, not everybody cooks the way that you do. And so... I just would rather be able to socialize with people, enjoy a little bit of the food if I can, and feel that I'm not forced to make a choice. Because what if you get there and the menu is completely flipped from what you thought it was going to be? And now you're panicked. I'm a planner. Yeah. (laughs) And if you fail to plan, you, you know, if you plan to fail, you fail to plan. And so I... I always like to have a backup. So my backup is eating a little bit before so that if there isn't something that I like whatsoever, I'm not just going to be sitting there hungry. That is absolutely a wonderful ideal as well. And I, I do have to say those that are picky eaters, this can actually benefit you because if there's a lot of stuff that you know that you don't like, then that is your opportunity to bring your own stuff to share. And you might inspire other people as well. They'll be like, oh, this is so good. And you can like be bragging and say, yeah, this is so totally healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, it's like when somebody says, hey, nice dress. And you're like, yeah, it's got pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm the first one. Yep, it has pockets. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> got it from Amazon. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, speaking of it being a social gathering, of course, I, m- my hopes for everybody are that you are not going into these gatherings and thinking and worrying about food. It should not be the first thing, the forefront of your mind to be going somewhere and just constantly worrying, saying, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? Am I going to stay on plan? The biggest thing is to be able to relax and have fun, let loose or get crazy. You know, whatever kind of party it is, we don't know. (laughs) Whatever the goal is, I want you to have that goal. It should absolutely not just be about this because if you can't go to these things and enjoy it and have fun, then what is the point? Because I think the point is to have this overall balance. And I think that once you kind of reach that point in your life, in your lifestyle and in your journey that you are going somewhere and the thought of food and whatnot, like when it doesn't scare you, that's the dream. That is when you've reached that overall balance because you are not, you know, constantly being worried worried about it. And you are just focused on enjoying your time with your friends and family and loved ones and you're having fun. Food insecurity is such a hot topic in the wellness community. And it is something that a lot of people suffer for. That's how we've ended up where we are. And you just have to make the decision that you want to live your life and you no longer want that food insecurity to be held over your head. And community manager Jordan always says memories over macros. And I love that because to me, that saying does not mean go all out and stuff yourself silly at the party and feel sick afterwards, but you made a memory. That's not what it means to me. (laughs) Um, When I think about that, I tie that into the fact that I always say, uh, starve your fears and feed your focus. And that I say, 
you should get off of the couch and start to live your life. And if you're going into these events, you know, Halloween or trunk or treat or just an autumn festival, whatever you're doing, if the only thing that you were thinking about is food, then we need to sit down and have a different conversation. Because what you should be thinking about is who's going to be there? How can I enjoy my time? What memories can I make? If there's food, there's food and I'll make a decision when I get there. We are so fearful of living our lives that we are letting food be held over our head when we should be going to socialize, to gather. And if you really are that scared, like we've said throughout this entire episode, bring some items um, that you can share with other people. Have some protein bars in your purse or some snack uh, jerky sticks. I've even gone to a family event, a family reunion, and I've had my own food in the car and I've had it in a cooler. And first, before I take it out, I'll see what they have. And if I see there's nothing for me, I go get my food out of the car. And that's what I eat. Because the memories that I want to make with my family are Mm -hmm. more important to me than me sitting there and stressing out about a meal that I know is going to derail my progress or just not make me feel good. It's not even about derailing my progress. Mm -hmm. I just want to feel good with what I'm eating. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. That that is the best recap of this entire episode in general. Um, We absolutely want you to be able to have these experiences and enjoy that experience, not to be worrying or constantly stressing because that food, like you said, that food insecurity, it's a real thing. And and I absolutely have been there, the constant worrying. Um, and, I, and I've said it before, and I will say again, I was, if you want to call it, quote unquote, lucky enough to have started my journey right as COVID hit. I didn't have to worry about those get-togethers and gatherings in the mm-hmm. beginning. But once all of those things were let down and we were able to see friends and family again, I started to realize the insecurities that I was having and and the freakouts and the, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And it took me a while to realize all I am doing is worrying about food. And that is not what I want to do with my life. I don't want to have to worry about this. So you have to have a real serious talk with yourself. Maybe a friend, maybe you need to bring in an accountability partner, somebody that you can confide in and hopefully somebody that understands the position that you're in because you don't want to do it alone. But yeah, you should never be worrying about... You don't... I shouldn't say never. In the end, you don't want to be worrying about food always. You want to enjoy that experience because that is what this all is all about. It's all about that balance, all about having fun and living your life the way that you want it to be. Yes. And I did want to kind of segue for just a second. And I know I, I kind of did like a, a nice little bow on that side. But, uh, <laughs> you know, of course, as we get into the holiday season, we'll, we'll definitely have some more holiday episodes and talk mm-hmm. through some other tips and tricks. But I know that we're also getting to that time of year, depending on where you're from, um, as our listeners, that you're also traveling for some of these holiday events, not just Halloween, but you, you, you may have something else coming up here soon. And so these principles still apply of planning ahead. What are your goals when you're traveling? How are you going to portion yourself out? I'm thinking about this because I'm traveling for a work conference this weekend and I've been in such a good routine recently. I haven't had to travel in a while. And so now I'm trying to get my mind around how do I plan the food that I'm bringing with me? How do I plan eating out and, um, you know, going to restaurants that are maybe out of my control? They're all in my control because I volunteered myself to pick the restaurants. Um, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) um, You know, but how do I navigate a schedule that doesn't necessarily fit my daily routine? And so I think it's important, even if you're someone that's about to be traveling for holidays or for work, to apply the same principles from this episode. If you're going out to eat, if it's a buffet style, um, do a survey of the land or 
plan ahead. Look at the menu before you go to the restaurant and figure out, okay, I'm I'm a what's my first option? If that's out, what's my second option type of person? I always need Absolutely. to have a backup. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just making sure that even if you're someone that is about to go into a different type of season where you're thrown out of your routine because you're having to travel to see family or friends, to still practice mindfulness, to still set your goals ahead of time, to still set some boundaries and to still make sure that you are eating a balanced meal before you start traveling or before you start your event day or whatever the case may be, because you don't want to make choices out of hunger. Right. Because we know those can lead to not so great decisions. (laughs) A hungry stomach is never easy. It's like I, I like to say, don't go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. Yes. You know, sometimes your stomach talks louder than your brain. <laughs> when I get hungry, I give myself about 30 minutes before I swap, before I'm about to swap over to the hangry uh, sector. <laughs> and I know that I'm going to start making bad choices. And so I always have a protein bar or meat stick within arm's reach because I don't want to get to the point where I'm so hungry that I'm making those types of choices. Absolutely. That's me with like cucumbers. I gosh, that's my that's my go-to thing. I love cucumbers. So crunchy, a little bit of water that comes off. You can do so many things. Everything with the bagel seasoning, ranch seasoning, vinegar. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. The vinegar and onions and cucumber. Oh yeah. Add some avocado in there. Oh my goodness, y'all. I could go on and on about cucumbers. I mean, of course you could dip them in ranch if you want, but that's boring. Who does that? Spice it's it up. <laughs> we'll have to have that. a favorite snacks episode. <laughs> Ooh, yes. That'll be so much fun. My list would be like five pages long. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, to wrap up, just remember that one day or maybe it's two days here and there, whatever it is for any holiday, that one or two days, it's not going to undo everything you've done. Let yourself kick back, relax, or get crazy. Have some fun. Indulge in some treats here and there. And just make sure to have those clear boundaries and set your goals and you know, just have know in mind what you're going to be doing and, and stick to that. Because getting back on track is always an option, but the realistic goal would to, I don't want to say that you're getting off track just because you're, you know, having fun at a party and indulging a little. You can keep doing what you're doing and just get right back to it. That's what I like to say. Just get right back to it. (laughs) Yes. You can always get back on the horse. And to be honest, we build our own tracks. So... When I think about getting off, you know, quote unquote, getting off track, I think Mm -hmm. of just creating another lane to the side where I need to take a little bit of a detour, a little bit of a pit stop. And then I just rewrite that, reroute that track and I'm, I'm right back on it. You have the power to create your own track. The problem is whenever you take the detour and then you add a stop sign at the end and you never go back. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how you can look at these special occasions, these Halloween parties and Thanksgiving and Christmas, just because you went and you had fun and you had some stuff to eat that you don't that you maybe wouldn't consider healthy or on your plan. It doesn't mean that you are getting off the horse or getting off track. It just means that you're living and that you're having fun and that you're experiencing. The important thing is to just keep getting back to what you were doing before right after. That's, that is the balance. That is the overall balance. It's all we can ask for. It's all we can hope for is to create a sense of balance in our lives. Absolutely. With that, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time. Bye, y'all.